Do you watch wrestling? Righteous salutations. Well, hello there. Friends, we're doing it again. It is the greatest place in the world for us to be. The We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I'm your wonderful darling, redheaded bearded host, Matt Base Wrestling McCarthy. With me, always professional wrestling encyclopedia, Mr. Vince Averill. Maddie McSee, what's cracking, dog? I want to say right off the top, dude. You know where it's going to be March 4th. You know it's a Saturday. You know it's San Francisco. Are you going to San Francisco? Then meet us over there, man, because that's where we're doing a show on the afternoon of March 4th. It's a Saturday. We'd love to see everybody. We're going to have so much fun. That's right. That's March right. 4th. You'd have to go all the way back to the Bible to find four individuals that cause so much destruction the four horsemen of the apocalypse so get over to our social media or take your fine ass to thehardtimes.net slash live dash events and get yourself a ticket that's right don't get shut out come hang out we got some special merch as we always do it's all we do it's all we do is give and give and if you if you don't have your hats yet you're going to want to get over to we watch wrestling podcast.bigcartel.com couple of snapbacks left a couple of stocking caps left don't get left out in the cold the heat the sun the wind and everything i everything you've just heard there are links in the description of the show you're listening to right now that's right so god damn it that's right Maddie. and if you see us out on the street we'll have qr codes with us you can just <laughs> Maddie's got a big he's, he's really pumping this QR code idea. He is in for it's QR be, codes. It's become a bit at this point where I'm like, Vince, you know what we need? QR codes. Maybe we should maybe we need to make a shirt with a QR code on it. We'll just wear it around. And it's QR code goes, on the oops, sorry. No, what? QR code on the fucking seat in front of me at the Alamo Dome didn't work for ordering food. I saw other people getting shit delivered. I kept trying to take a picture of the QR code. Well, that one also it looks scratched off. It looked like half. Like yours was completely scratched. Mine off. was completely gone. Mm. Luckily, I uh, what what match? It was as soon as Cody won the Rumble. Mm. I was out of my chair. I ran to the bathroom, which was empty, and then I ran over to the concession, was which was also empty. Like it was. A, I went up yeah. there. The concourse was a ghost town. I'm like, you dummies. You were running around like fucking the end of Sound of Music, dude, just spinning your arms and shit. Uh I was told. That's, right. That's what That's I heard. Right. I didn't. Yeah. I was. Oh. I ran. I ran the length of the Astrodome. The, the concourse end. is alive. That's right. It's a wonderful life. I was just like, "Merry Christmas, Wexels Pretzels." <laughs> uh, yeah. It occurred to me last night as uh, the Code Master walked his ass down to the ring for Raw that there, it's like, um, it's like they're, it's John Cena again, but it's but the dudes are on board. He's a he's a pickup truck instead of a you know a sports car or something the, the the ladies and the kids or however it came together it's okay that cody is this like same style of you know ah shucks you just gotta work yeah. as hard as you can and 
it's if you just believe work things will work out and eventually he'll have his own book of um you know oh. uplifting shit like like yeah. john well here's what's interesting is because we were trying to sort it out like the conversation kept coming up of like when did this happen when did all this like cody love happen because i was like well is it just he left went to the other company started the other company in some respects and then he's the first person to jump ship back right but it, but it also it, and the it, question was is how many of those people watch or are even aware of aew i well, don't know it, it negates this like ah aew is this niche thing and wwe has all these you know yeah casual fans or whatever it, it, it negates that when all of a sudden because he just returns at wrestlemania like he gets the gigantic pop and then all of a sudden they can't fucking keep his merch stocked like it it I don't I just don't know yeah where the what the point is or or how it comes together that he you know becomes this incarnation as far as popularity and and all that you know it is funny too the crossover of the non-wrestling fan I don't know that he has like a standard shirt like a bullet club shirt that like you know like Anise was talking about was it Anise or somebody was talking about like you know seeing somebody in a bullet club shirt and trying to too sweet them. And the guy was like, Oh, I don't watch wrestling. What the fuck are you? And it's like, Oh, you just love bullets. Mm. You know? Cause you think of that tweet that somebody put up of the back window oh, of a pickup, pickup truck. truck with the, the Cody neck tattoo and American nightmare. And it's like, what, what's the over under that this person even watches wrestling? Well, that's, but that's now that's the, but, but I'm just trying to figure out how at the point he walks he out back. in Dallas. Yeah he just gets rocketed and not by WWE, but by just the, the fucking the public consensus. And, 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 and on one hand, you know, is I it because that, like, there's more than one Royal family in professional wrestling? It's probably part of that. And it's also partly because, you know, some dudes just want to fucking, um, you know, stand up an extra couple of minutes for the national anthem or whatever, you know, it's like, Oh, this guy does it right loves his goddamn country and he loves fucking going uh -huh. to work every day yeah he's not going to complain about it he's just gonna fucking do what needs to be done and i love him but he can't fucking sell i watched that fucking match with finn balor last night and i was like motherfucker this guy is not good at selling he not he's not good at selling uh i'm not even saying he's bad like I, and, and i sometimes like i'm is I'm it not, that he's like, bad at selling or he doesn't sell He's bad at it. And I'm, I am not, I am not like, um, vehemently against Cody Rhodes at this point. Like, I don't, I'm not like, ah, fuck this. Like, I don't, I, I've got time to be like, okay, like what's up. And I was like, okay, cool. This is a match. We've never seen this match. And I, I sometimes, I think I sometimes think like, oh, Co Cody is like, I'm not even saying he's a bad wrestler, but like him and Roman in the main event of mania, it's like, you know, he had that great match with his brother. He's had mm. some pretty good matches, but like, watch him sell. Watch him sell. That's all. Okay. I I've never thought about it. Um, I mean, he's definitely a dude that he has his, you know, he gets his shit in. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. No problem. He, no problem with that. I thought it was interesting, too, from a storyline perspective of like this. We're telling the story, but we're not telling the story. This thing that WWE does, like with Bullet Club guys, where they they come 
within a, an inch of acknowledging yeah. <laughs> the Bullet Club exists. Yeah. Um, that, you know, AJ's in the OC Club and Balor has his Judgment Day crew and they're basically, yeah. you know, they might as well too sweet. But then when Cody and, and Balor face off, that Balor's like, you know, you ripped me off. And I was like, it's one of those things where I was like, I forget all of that Bullet Club stuff with Cody. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, my God, how though, entertaining it was at the time. Well, I do like, I do like some of the stuff he does. Like I like some of the, some of the, his like transitions to me mm-hmm. are very like kind of, it feels like I'm watching superstars, you know, like there's something about the, some of the stuff he does that feels like old school wrestling to me, which I do like. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, he's, I, I don't see him as like a big match wrestler at this well, point. Well, but, he would disagree. <laughs> of course. And, and other people would too. And that's fine. That's yeah. what the fuck this is. Well, what's interesting too is, is getting to see it from the beginning with this in mind of is, are we, <laughs> are we playing 3D chess again or is he four di- fourth dimensional chess or is he oblivious or has times just changed? I guess what I'm trying to say is this, okay? He comes back. He's the surprise match against Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. which he wins. And then Seth Rollins complains. I wasn't prepared for this. I was thrown off guard, which I'm like, sure. all right. Yeah, that's not a very baby face thing to do. The Hell in a Cell, and this is pure, this is pure Cody, comes out, knows he's hurt, has the fucking Gorbachev, you know, birthmark all over his chest. Just a mess. All the sympathy in the world, right? Then finally comes back. I want to I want to put a pin in the Royal Rumble very quickly because I want to talk about it at length. I'm sure we both do. But then on Monday, wrestles Finn Balor. And Edge and Beth coming out. It's like, all right, is this the babyface thing to do? Is it evening up the odds because Balor's got his fuck crew out there? All right, all right, you know. But then when he does his finisher on Finn Balor <laughs> eight fucking times in a row, I'm like, all right, I feel like we're getting back to this place where I'm like, does this guy know what he's doing? Is is he a baby face? Is he a heel? It's fascinating because the Royal Rumble, when it comes down to Walter and Cody, yeah, number one and number 30, I'm like, Cody's not the fucking baby face in this situation. Right. And, and at I will, all. I will simply say this. I, I'm not going to fucking do, was there a second shooter? What the fuck's up with building seven? Okay. <laughs> This guy, not once ever, has fucking set about some immaculate and fucking complex fucking bullshit, okay? He fucking is doing what he thinks he's supposed to do. He thinks he's, and it's part and parcel to, in your mind, going like, I'm the fucking shit. Everyone should love me. And at the point that they don't, then it's time to scramble. So, like, in his mind, it's like, yeah, people are going to love this fucking American nightmare going to fucking stomp this dude out nine times in a row to fucking close yeah. it out. That's baby face, baby. I'm a baby face. What are you talking about? Who doesn't love me? 
That's it. That's it. It's just, I mean, is it just bad booking? Because him, like Walter being in there, being number one and going all the way, being the last guy eliminated, he's the fucking baby face. Is, is, it, is it Jamie Noble going like, hey, man, uh, thinking uh, for this, maybe don't do that many finisher. And it's like, go, go check the fucking t-shirt sales, dude. I'll talk to you after. I don't know. I don't know. The other thing about the Walter thing, um, that I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm down with it anyway, but now as we hear rock and Austin are not wrestling, yeah, it's, you know, and triple H is a guy now. So it's like, it's time to fucking make mania with who you have again for the first time in forever. And so this now we're going, okay. So they're going like Walter, somebody we're going to fucking try to get this guy up. And you got it, and now you got to fucking start throwing some shit in the pot and make something to eat by fucking April. Because I loved the Walter representation in the Rumble in the Men's Rumble when Brock came in. That was hot. He started cleaning house. Them two squaring off. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Because they never cashed in on Keith Lee. They had that great interaction. Who's this big motherfucker? That was the moment of that Rumble. Bobby Lashley coming out looking like a million bucks. That interaction with Brock, fucking beautiful. I think the men's rumble was, you know, a bit of a C plus. I th- I did not like the finish because again, look, the Logan Paul ricochet spot was fucking unbelievable. It didn't make any logical sense, but I'm right. willing to <laughs> look right. the other way because it's just a spectacular spot. I also um, think it's funny that like subsequently then people have shown like four different other oh, wrestlers uh, couples doing, it. doing the same. It's like, uh-huh. uh, that's all right. Shit happens. I was like, no one, they didn't I, go like first time ever. Here we go. It was yeah. just like a, a spot they did, you know? It's like, you know, you watch wrestling long enough. You're like the DDT used to be a finishing move, you know, the yeah. vertical suplex <laughs> was Harley races <laughs> finisher. Okay. Yeah. That's so whatever, but imagine if, and I would, I would, I would love that they did this one year because also it's so, um, because they did the same thing in the, in the, in the, in the women's match. Like Rhea Ripley was number one, Mm -hmm. except she, she won the damn thing. Um, it is strange that they've gotten into this pattern of there's always somebody, it used to be like when flair came in at number three or whatever it was. Right. In 92, Gorilla, like Heenan was beside himself. And Gorilla said, no one who's ever been in the, the, the first five or 10 or whatever has yeah. been there at the end. Um, which is also, I mean, it, it's factually true. It's a dubious claim to be like, you know, look at the record of the last four, because we've only done this four or five times. Right, right. But that said, they have they've made that very they've they've made that not as special because they do it every year there is always somebody in the first you know handful that is there till the end yeah. um but imagine this if they had done i don't they've never done this at least that i'm aware of or that i can recall i'm sure someone will let me know oh, oh god he doesn't remember when this happened um numbers 1 and 2 have they ever been the last two in the ring? Mm. 
Maybe well, they've done that before, but that would have been a lot cooler with Cody and, and Walter if they had started it. Yeah. And then they were fighting throughout the whole thing. You almost get a new feud out of that because they also, they didn't do, they didn't do a lot of the spots that I look forward to in the rumble. Like they did, there was nobody who did a diesel spot where they clear the rig. Right. You know? Yep. And, and you know, to, to your point about this fucking baby face shit, it's like Cody came in at 30. Yeah, right? that ain't it's a not like he overcame move. some no. fucking, you know, he, I mean, he won the rumble that, that I mean, he won the rumble, matter. but again, it's like, how am I cheering for the freshest guy beat the most, like well, the if, guy if who you worked like him, the you longest like him, and you're cheering for him no matter when he comes in, I, I suppose, guess, but. but one guy worked for an hour over yeah. an hour and the other guy worked for 10 minutes. I'm kind of curious now too, because as we've talked about how insane mania, um, actual WrestleMania tickets and shit have been. Yeah. If now, you know, once it becomes clear, because, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, some people are just like, it's WrestleMania. Yeah. And the product is hot, right? And the rumble was fucking was big time, but that's also, it's the rumble. And there's also usually the, the threat of surprise, which nowadays means, you know, someone who you remember from when you actually watch. Right. So I wonder now if, if, if maybe the secondary market kind of fucking cools off. And when it's like, oh, it's just going to be WWE guys. So I don't, I mean, do you, uh, I think I know Roman Reigns. It's interesting. You know, like, Cause I mean, if, if, if Dwayne's off the table, certainly Triple H is off the table. Stone Cold, is it, is he now off the table? Cause I mean, after I mean, they're last- saying that our man on the streets, Walter Cronkite of pro wrestling says he is not wrestling. That doesn't mean he won't you know, be on the show. Yeah. He, you might, know, he might show up, but yeah, but he's, but he is not wrestling. So, um, at that point, you know, what do you, uh, you try to get, um, what do you uh, do? Try to get Tyrus back from Fox news and NWA or, uh, who, you know, what other big names are out there? Rick Boogs, well, you Boogs know, back baby. Boogs is back. I'm happy for Boogie. That backstage yeah. where fucking Elias was just like, oh, fuck this. It was beautiful. Another dude with just come on, man. Where's the hair? Get that, that hair back, Boog. What happened to the Boog hair? What happened to his partner, Shinsuke Nakamura? Uh, no, so great, too, at the top when um, Dominic's like, if you do that in prison. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh i watched that i don't know if we mentioned it on the point five or last week but um i finally watched that rhea ripley training dominic oh yeah Vinya. oh my yeah. god was that hilarious yeah that was brilliant yeah his prison promo also worth worth checking out uh, yeah 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 i mean they're sorting it out with dominic it's fun it's it's you know I don't, were, what, did they do a follow-up on ray uh i mean in the other rumble? than just to mention that oh it's a shame yeah. that he didn't but but that means there's only 29 guys in that rumble because right. Ray had a spot and never showed up right you know not to go all joe henning you know curtis axel but ray mysterio was never eliminated from that rumble <laughs> it's interesting yeah yeah a 29 man rumble no, I uh, I was surprised when you said that like Alvarez and whoever was like, that's one of the best rumbles ever. I was like, no, man. The women's rumble, I thought, was fucking the tops. I, I gave the women's rumble a star. Like, definitely watch that. Yeah, women's rumble was, it was 
much better than the men's rumble. Hell yeah. I mean, Asuka's entrance, you know, debuting her, whatever you want to call it. You know, I don't know that she puts names to the characters or personas, at least in WWE. She has somebody going to let us know. I'm sure somebody's going to let us know. <laughs> um, damage control dominating. I thought it was super cool and, and smart because it is. It's like they're they are the, the 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 shit kickers in the women's division. That's right. They're the problem makers. They think everything's so goddamn funny. Yep. And it um, makes me want to just just take a pause. Yeah. You want to acknowledge the the damage control when you get the opportunity, man. You can't just, you know, you let it ruminate. Uh yeah, so damage control, I thought that them dominating was brilliant. Um I thought it because then it led into when Becky comes in. Now she's kicking ass. Them all brawling because it because the the way that all those eliminations happened, you know. Because then once whoever's out, I don't know if it was EO or Dakota first or both. But then when then Bailey dumps Becky, then Liv dumps Bailey. I thought Liv looked like a million bucks in it. Um. And I loved Becky brawling with the rest of them. Uh, Chelsea Green's return was hilarious. You know, it's funny too, as we were talking about, I was, we were just talking about this um, because I wrote, I wrote a lot of Ms. and Marie stuff when I was there. And when she came back, I, that was my pitch was like, oh, make her the nightmare manager who's like complaining about like his green room isn't correct. This mm. is you know, this water is room temperature. The, the Karen the, before there was a Karen and now right. Chelsea and Green. Then, and then Chelsea Green was doing that character last night with Adam Pierce or on Monday. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's funny. We we're just talking about that. Also, to digress slightly again, flying back to beautiful, sunny, holly weird. Uh, Weirdo Wood. Weirdo Wood. Alexa Bliss was on our flight sitting across from us. Interesting Mar- that she flies with a, a Stuffed animal pillow, a stuffy hey, unicorn pillow. Yeah, it's like a big ball of yeah. And then Maurice was sitting in front of her. And then when we landed, I pulled my shit out of the overhead, and my deodorant goes flying out of my bag and lands right in front of Maurice. Oh. Shit, it fucking help. Oh. I had to bend over and pick up my fucking deodorant oh. in front oh. of her like a fucking idiot. Like oh, oh. God. oh God, Maurice, just pick up my fucking speed stick. Oh, oh God, I'm such a fucking loser. <laughs> uh, um, what else? Nia Jax coming in at thirty was you know she sucks, but it was a funny spot because she comes in, you know. Mm-hmm. talking all sorts of shit. She comes in and then everybody just swarms her and dumps her out. I was like, that's perfect. It's funny and perfect. Um, Shotzi representing. I had my Shotzi shirt on that. They've got that so night. many women over there. Maybe they need to do an Andrea the Giant Battle Royal this year at Mania. Andrea the Lady Giant? Um. I uh, I like. Oh, I should have meant I completely spaced out on world class homework. I didn't watch anything. Fuck it. I was busy uh, this week, and I don't know if you know, bro. We went pillar to post, and you know it. Um, I think so. the The men's chamber is for the U.S. title. Is that right? Yeah. For, Apparently, uh, yeah. That's okay, weird. So 
Well, no, I don't, I don't mind it. Cause then it like, it, well, it, I'm it, thinking in terms of, Oh no, go ahead. No, I mean, it, it just puts, it, it just puts a different spin on it. And you know, you, you get the opportunity of, uh, of some of these other guys and, and maybe the match is even a little better because it's, it's, it's some of these, uh, you know, if Montez Ford wins his match or obviously, uh, We've already got um, Rollins qualified, right? Last Rollins night. qualified. Um, a clown is in it. Um, well, yeah, who else qualified? The, it's weird. Fucking, he's got to be in it because he's the fucking. I guess it's the match. It's for the. It's for the U.S. title. Oh, they um, think the sun shines out of his ass. I swear to God. What, uh, but it, but it, it moves it away from Gargano because uh, now Sammy and Roman have their will have their match. Um, yeah. So you think Sammy and Roman at? Elimination Chamber. That's what it sure seems like. And then, um, you know, so I don't know if that if there's some sort of tag match that comes out of all of that at Mania itself. Well, well, Roman just ships off to Codyville, um, or what? But uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know. What are they going to break up the Usos? Is that even possible? You know, who knows? I mean, they. they, it could end up being the Usos versus Sammy and Kevin by the time it's all said and done. You know, there's a lot of time. I mean, there's a match. There's a match. Um, but I think, uh, whatever it, it, it'll be cool, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time, um, wishing and hoping on Sammy and Roman at mania. Cause I just think that that's not what they're looking to do. I mean, definitely not. And certainly not for, I mean, there's no way to do it without it taking away from Cody, you know, cause it Which can't be for is, the belt. Cause Cody's got to, is, is like legally challenge bind. It's legally binding. He's challenging for the belt. He won the rumble. Mm. So that's gotta be for the belt at WrestleMania. That's well, what he won. No, but, but it's, you know, it, forever it's been the belt of your choosing. So maybe he should just concentrate right. on Gunter and, and leave Roman out of it. But here's the thing is, can he challenge for both of Roman's belts or one or the other? Because Roman is a double champion. I mean, he's the unified champion. I mean, so was, did he unify those belts? Are they inextric- no. inextricably, you know, linked? Uh, I don't think so. But, but more than that, I, don't, I just don't think they're going to they're gonna do both and water it down. It waters it down. Because they're going to make a choice and... Because he's not—he's the undisputed champion, but he's not the unified. So, so challenge for one or the other. Does Cody? I don't know if you if if Cody's beating him for the belt, that's got to be on night two, right? Right. And so then, if Sammy challenge, I mean, I suppose they could do this if they did Sammy versus Roman, not for any belt, but for you know just a blood feud. And then, unfortunately, I think Roman has to beat Sammy. You do Roman beat Sammy on night one, and then Sammy, uh, excuse me, and then Cody beats Roman on night two. But then also that even takes away from Cody because you're wrestling a guy who fucking wrestled the night before. But that kind of fits in with the Cody Rhodes, I come in at number 30 and I'm still a babyface bullshit. Well, it's just another, well, Roman had to fucking do all that on night one. No wonder yeah. if Cody, you know, and, and yeah. which also, doesn't seem to bother them. Why not? Why not let the greatest American hero continue to chase? I think there's some, there's probably a school of thought that Cody doesn't win it. 
that he's got to keep, you know, in some way, shape, or form, he can just keep chasing that fucking blonde-headed idiot. Um, well, there was a scenario that made sense to me. Um, if he... Well, I don't know. It'll maybe it'll come back to me. But it's it the most likely scenario seems like Usos versus you know, Stina Generico. Sent this um, to Carlos. Carlos said it looks like something a Nazi would wear. It 100% that Cody Rhodes shirt <laughs> looks like that is some fucking proud boy bullshit. Uh Kota Ibushi coming to the Ukraine Culture Center. Huh? How about it? Oh, I didn't know about this. Big the announcement next- this morning, and uh, it was on. just yesterday. Joey Janela was like, "Tomorrow, I'm going to make an announcement that's going to be the talk of wrestling for the week. And if I'm wrong, I'll give 500 bucks to anybody who retweets this." <laughs> and then this morning, one half of the Golden Lovers is announced for Bloodsport and Joey Janela's Spring Break. It's going to be something else, Maddie. Damn. So who's he wrestling? Do we know? Ibushi. No, no matches yet. Uh, I think they may have announced one match for something, but but generally no matches yet. Just slowly people being announced for things. So and, hard uh, to. So so this is for the collective. The collective GCW Ukraine Culture Center. You okay. know the deal, man. It's a Gringo Show. It's the Big Gay sure. Brunch. It's Spring Break. It's uh, for the culture. Things of this nature. Blood sport. Kota Ibushi Ibushi returns to the ring and makes his GCW debut in Los Angeles. Interesting. So he's on Bloodsport and on Spring Spring Break. Break. That's the announcement. It's interesting, though, because there is a DDT show and a DDT um, times GCW show. And, you know, Kota Ibushi is obviously very well known from DDT. So interesting that at this point... You know, maybe it's like they can't, they couldn't afford to have them on all the shows. I don't know. But um, what I do know, and the thing that keeps me a little worried is, um, you know, oh, well, they're doing, they're doing GCW versus DDT. Sure. That's what I okay. mean. There's a DDT show, and then there's oh, a DDT times GCW. I thought show. it was just a DDT show. There, well, there is one. There's one of those. Oh, really? And then there's a DDT GCW show. Yes. Two different days. Okay. Uh, but the concern becomes how many tickets Lauderdale thinks he can sell for that room. As now many as you know yeah, I mean? as many as people want. Okay, so they're doing uh Speedball Mike Bailey versus uh Vikingo. Yeah, okay, that's a match that was announced, definitely. Wow. Which one's that on? Is that on Gringo's show? Uh that is on uh spring break. Spring break. I love that this year uh, the spring break logo is the <laughs> it's Californication so it's the Chili Peppers logo yeah Chili Peppers dude Joey Janela right now auditioning snakes not big enough that's not big enough All right, I think we we're gonna need a bigger snake oh hell yeah Heather Monroe's booked alright we got or the, Willie, um, that's Willie for- Mack this is the 30th this is for California love well, that's, oh, that's okay. the Santino Brothers show. Okay, this is the Santino Brothers show. Yeah. Willie Mack, B- Bad Dude Tito, Eli Bad Everfly. Dude. 
the Eve, Eli bottom heavy. Um, so Brian the, Keith uh, for the culture. All right. Things are shaping up. Things are shaping up. Oh, also for, for the, for the Patreon, uh, we got a, we got an interview come with Brian cage this Thursday. We'll be dropping the machine, right. the fucking machine coming off his one big of the, match with Brian. Danielson. Ah, one of the best matches I've ever seen the man have him and Danielson tore it up. And then that promo Danielson cuts afterwards. He'll be chatting with us on Thursday, man, dude. Maki Ito is going to be on the spring break. This thing is heating up. All right. It's getting hot in here. Mm, it's getting real goddamn hot. Also, Elimination Chamber is the same day as the New Japan show in San Jose. Say that to so, me one more time. The Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. is the same day as the mm-hmm. New Japan show in San Jose. Well. So well, well, well. There's a school of thought. We maybe watch the first hour and a half, two hours, then make our way over to the building. There's a lot of things to be decided, figured out. The uh, Yo- Yoshihiko mm. is making their way to the uh, collective for the GCW versus DDT show. That is the blow up doll. Yeah. You, you, first thing, you're, you're on your uh, you know, transcontinental flight. You're thinking that uh-huh. it's your uh, life jacket underneath the seat. It's that's actually this uh, wrestler. It is, yeah, beloved professional wrestler. Okay, so the Cornette's full- calling the fucking TSA. Oh, He's calling God. customs. Don't let this this person shouldn't be allowed in this country. So, which one of these? Uh, I, I guess are we waiting for cars to shape up, or what do you what do you what are you thinking as far as the collective goes? Of what we already what have we tickets to every show. To everything. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll show up for what we need to show up for and what we don't, mm-hmm. we won't, we've already, there's already decisions been made. I mean, we're going to like, you know, there's, there's the one day we go, I think it's Friday is ring of honor. Then we go to spring break after. And then the night, the night before that, it's like, um, we go to DDT and then the super show, whatever it's, it's like, it's mm-hmm. some of these things in my mind. I mean, we, we, you know, if we have to split up our forces, then that's what we'll do. But, my, I have sort of looked and said, okay, here's, here's a show I'm going to, and here's a show, but, but we have access to whatever we need to have access to, you know, cause you wake up Saturday morning, you might want to get some brunch, some well, big no. gay brunch. Well, we also have a, uh, a ticket to the nine forty five NXT show Saturday morning. Okay. What time's the brunch? 11. Mm. Okay. Hey, listen, man. Hey man, all things. There's are decisions to be made, and there's no wrong decisions. Come uh, March, end of March. What's in, the story in, with this indie wrestling Hall of Fame at WrestleCon? Um, I think they've already done it once before, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. it's it's you know it's a Lauderdale production. They just uh, it's interesting. It, again, obviously, uh, maybe if you go over to his condo or something, he's got a physical, but other than that, yeah, yeah, real, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's, remember, no, there's no hall of fame to visit. That's right. As always, uh, masks are optional, but, uh, unless you're too cold Scorpio, you're going to want to wear your mask the entire time. <laughs> Scorpio's <laughs> back. He's back, baby. Where's okay. Grim so been, man, we haven't seen grim reefer in a while. Uh, you know what? He was going to wrestle a match, but then he got high. 
Uh, speaking of uh, blood sport, Timothy Thatcher is going to be there. So this this gauntlet, this Brian Danielson gauntlet is heating up. Fucking Danielson yep. and Thatcher next week. Thatcher this week. This week. This week. Tomorrow. Today. Brother, am um, I even going to fucking exist again? As I I think I said it last week. Um, that's why I I I don't mind MJF's gimmick being that he no makes people go through a gauntlet to wrestle him because okay that's just what he does that's what he and does it also just creates these matches mm-hmm. that I'm fucking cool with so I guess no the second time with- yeah the second time they did it I was like oh they did this before yeah so now the third time they're doing it I was like oh this is his thing this is brilliant and now it's like he's got way more to lose because he's got the belt. Mm. I love it. Absolutely. He don't want to go 60 minutes with the dragon. He don't. Dude, you imagine? No fucking way, bro. There's no fucking way. How does Carlos feel about MJF? I think he likes him, but he was uh he was negative on the the, gauntlet. the re yeah, the rehashing of the yeah. gauntlet when I spoke to him. But you know times change people change i'll see him later today maybe he's his tune has changed or maybe he'll double down i was thinking about him we were um there was a couple of hot sauces oh we were watching oh we were watching um nova on pbs yeah and uh the dude it's one of the guys from cbs sunday morning you'd recognize him maybe uh one of the one of the kind of the the reporters he does it's a little more fluff his stuff Mm -hmm. okay and it was just about reactions chemical reactions and it was a uh a segment on it was about hot sauces and eating peppers and he was he participated in a pepper eating contest yeah madness (laughs) and then talks to a scientist about like what is like why does your mouth feel like it's on fire when it's clearly not and just talking about the science behind it but the whole time i'm just like oh man this is what carlos does to vince every time he pops by the crib (laughs) no he only did it once and and, it and it and it really it came this i'm still eating one of the sauces that he so it it, it really turned out good good it was just a point in the process when he Uh, refused to tell me what it was that we had to stop (laughs) <laughs> when it was like just eat it no 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 no. i need to know what it is yeah just try it um <clears throat> i tell you of everything we watched last week uh the match that i gave uh two stars to which is my highest rating which just oh. means watch it right now i give one star means you should watch it two star means watch it right now mm-hmm. and that was jay briscoe versus jay lethal the the uh, excuse me mark briscoe versus jay lethal the Jay Briscoe tribute match. Sure. Fucking unbelievable. Like the the entrances, the the match itself, the crowd reaction, the presentation, the announced yeah. team, the 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 after the match with the tribute, everyone on the mm-hmm. you know. Did you watch a funeral? It's, no, did you watch it? Yeah. How you was should it? Go back, you should watch it. I mean, yeah. especially Mark's Mark's part. You really? He, he eulogized him. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. You should definitely check it out. Um, it's up on YouTube. They streamed it on YouTube. If anybody's yeah. wondering, yeah, I when I got home on Sunday, I remembered you told me that it was yeah. at ten or whatever. So I like I I clocked in there and checked it out. Um, I thought it was funny uh, when when Mark was going up the ramp and you know he's hugging all the, the 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 faces you would assume from Ring of Honor, right? I don't know if you saw like Samoa Joe starts trying to inch in and then. <laughs> right- <laughs> 
Mark. Not that he was blowing no, up. It's just, Joe. it's just like a bunch of people. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. like they hit the music again, and he knew, oh, that's my cue to turn around oh. and like you know. But hey, man, it's wild. That, he's if that starts a feud. <laughs> great. Down with it. Yeah, like, that's great. Joe, Joe versus Mark. That's great, man. <laughs> Mark looked fantastic in that match. You know. Yeah. I don't know how you can keep it together in a situation like that, but uh, um, what do you think they do with the belts? I mean, I suppose at at the show Mania weekend, he'll probably he'll pick a partner. I don't I don't think they'll strip him, you know, because Mark Mark's not done. That's been made clear by right. him. So maybe he 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 picks a partner and then. You know, there's a match would be my thought. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know because it's it's I suppose you either. You don't strip him, but either he, like you said, picks a partner, defends them. He surrenders the belt, Mm. you know, in Mm -hmm. tribute or whatever, or probably the least likely but also an option the 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 ROH tag belts get retired yeah probably not that though probably not if they're like starting you know to they're yeah, like especially if they're TV restarting quotes yeah they're starting a brand um, but uh hold on one second cool there oh is that a thing that was a thing i'm sneaking them on you now you are i um, see you sneaking who would he tag? Who would Mark Briscoe tag with? You think? I see you sneaking twenty five bucks, man. We were um, down with Austin Gunn before anybody even knew there was an Austin Gunn. Well, yeah, we 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 discovered him first. Uh, we we did. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I don't think this would be it, but you never know. Uh, in all of this, Caprice Coleman has been revealed as this like very. Um, he like he did a lot of speaking at the funeral and it seems like he's like been tight with them. So maybe maybe Caprice, uh unless the reason he's been doing commentary is he can't wrestle anymore or something. I could see Caprice. I'm just trying to think of people who have that sort of um connection. I saw that uh Sammy and, and Kevin Owens both flew directly to the funeral from the rumble. They were wow. there. Um Chris Jericho's big head was visible. <laughs> <laughs> let me look at this roster because you got I mean I, in a way and, and in a very real way the ROH roster is the AEW roster but mm. you got uh, oh also for the for the patrons who are checking this out on Tuesday I just mm. saw that uh, Angelico is facing off with uh, Takeshita tonight on Dark. Okay. Whatever, what, you know. Okay. Okay. I don't. Nobody jumps out at me. You know. I mean, because the people that they were just Papa Briscoe. You, still yeah, look, maybe look to be in pretty good shape. Maybe. Um. The the most obvious to me and it's not obvious in any other way than just FTR was in the feud with them but why would you tag with one half of a tag team and then the other guys kind of left out I mean there's 
Claudio, but they, but he's the champ and he's the champ. Jericho's like, fine, I'll do it. I mean, maybe, I mean, but again, Samoa Joe is the television champ. I can't believe that they already have too many championships on ring of honor. What do they have? A champ, a TV champ and tag belts, right? Or pure, and the pure champ pure, and the six man. Uh, oh, six man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you know, what are you going to do? Hey, you know, hey, we, just, man. we love. Because, I mean, if you, if you look at the Ring of Honor roster in and of itself, more people have belts that don't have them. Maybe it's time for Addicted to Love, Rhett Titus. Might as well up. face it. Um, all right. Alumni. This is what I want to look at. Okay. Alumni. Mm. Adam Pierce. Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. There's Brent Albright. Is he alive? Uh, he's alive, but he's not, he's alive. He's not working. He's not working. There's Cabana. Boom, boom. Go Cabana. Yeah. Where the fuck is Cabana? Cabana, like, he came I, back. Maybe, maybe, maybe Tony's making a point. Like, he wasn't off of TV because of CM Punk. Right. He's just not on TV. <laughs> He's here this one week, though, just to stick it to, to Phil. But <laughs> after how that, about, I'll look for him. How about Seth freaking Rollins cutting that promo on fucking. Oh, my God. Phil. So oh, funny. Kids, if you didn't see that. So funny. Uh, who was interviewing him? Uh, a, a podcast or a website or somebody. Yeah, it was because there were other, I saw a, a longer version that, um, uh, that had like other questions. That was like one of the questions that he asked yeah. him. Yeah. Um, God, fuck? that was beautiful. I mean, <laughs> I can't find it now, but guy was, asked yeah. him, do you, do you think CM Punk should come back? Yeah, to WWE. And he's like, no, no, old Phil. I, no, he shouldn't. I don't like Phil. No. Is that a surprise? Should he's I, like, am I, am I, yeah, he's like, he's like, what? Everybody found out he's not a great guy. He's like, a cancer. They he's found a out can- over there. We found it out over here. Stay away. Find something else to do. Find something else to do. <laughs> what about Jimmy Jacobs? I'm just looking at somebody with some deep history in ring of honor. Yeah. I don't know that he did him and the Briscoes have much interaction. I mean, other than Jimmy Jacobs hung Jay upside down and he bled out in Chicago. We talked about that at the start of the, uh, (laughs) so all's forgiven, man. What a perfect way to go full circle. No, I think we need to find someone with a Briscoes connection. So maybe our, uh, one of the SATs, or uh, maybe Chris Hero needs to fucking get into shape. Or we need to, you know, even Christopher Daniels, uh, someone, you know, someone who's down with the clown and is willing to go to the, the um, gathering of the Juggalos this year. What happened to Amazing Red? He, he's, he was just wrestling in the last couple of years. We saw him. I don't know. 
Because, I mean, that's interesting. If you want to go all the way back, the first Ring of Honor match is Jay, seconded by Mark against Amazing Red. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if something happened to him physically, but I know within the last couple of years, he was he was working. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. the search continues. It's something's going to happen. Something will definitely happen. Something, and, something, uh, something. Something's going to happen. Maybe the dead man. Oh, my God. Should we get into that? <laughs> I think we have to get into it. This fucking, I mean, we went to the one dead man show on Friday night in San Antonio. Mark Calloway did his one man show and it was fucking the drizzling shits. I mean, this was the worst. Ain't no wonder they make you put your phone in the bag when you come inside. You got to put your phone in a bag so no one can tape anything. It was a, they sprung it on us. I was like, I haven't really seen or heard anything about the previous ones. You know, I was like, I don't know. We were speculating like, oh, I wonder if he like he's really planned out or what he does. And, and the next thing, you know, it's like, it, it's an hour and a half of him going like, man, I got so many stories. I'm going to tell you, I love telling stories. It's going to be like sitting at the bar with me after the match. I'm going to tell you some stories and we're going to tell some stories. One of the best things, one of my most favorite things is telling some stories. And then you can look down and the show's over and you're like, I don't think he fucking told us a story. <laughs> Did he tell one fucking story? He starts. And, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, please. Uh, you know I'm hot now. He, it's like he comes out and he does his like first thing he does after he tells he's gonna tell the story. Then he's like gives you this fucking rah rah thing about like you know going from your car to going to the, doing yeah. a, and the, the, and trying thing. You know the only failure is not trying. You know that kind of shit. And then they go to they immediately go to Q and A. And I'm like, okay, I fucking hate open fucking phone lines. I hate open fucking Q and A, but. Maybe it's going to force him to fucking actually tell us a story. And initially it kind of did. The guy asked the question about working in gloves. Okay, cool. And a weird question that was came out kind of good. Then it's like, what about Randy Orton? Tell us kind of a story about Randy Orton. Okay, cool. And then from that point forward, Michelle McCool shows up for 15 minutes of fucking. It was terrible. She, I mean, he starts off comes out of course the fucking kid rock music is playing yeah one Um, song before one song to bring him out yeah he comes out and uh, grabs the mic and he's just like san antonio what's up (laughs) (laughs) you know i have immediately doubled over in laughter uh yeah starts explaining to us again that uh you know, I do, I do the hall of fame thing and I come back backstage and everybody's looking at me and they go, you can talk. Like, yeah, I can talk. And it's like, did, did, did he think we only saw the 1990, 91 undertaker where he just, it's like you could prom you cut a fucking 20 minute promo every fucking week. Yeah. Especially in your leather jacket and your fucking Ugh. backwards hat. Yeah. And the other thing. From the jump, right? People are yelling. And oh, yeah. He makes the fucking glaring mistake of going like, oh, all right, that's the energy tonight. And then next thing he realizes, oh, no, people are going to keep yelling shit at me. And right. So now I got to fucking try to like do crowd work, which he I can't ulti- do. No, he ulti- this was and truly having done stand up comedy for so long. As a matter of fact, this this summer will be 20 years. God bless me. Get out. Get out of town. Uh, and, and every 
second of it has just been a pure joy. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. He has completely lost control of the crowd immediately because he encouraged it. Right. Like, that's what I like. Yeah, that's it. All right. I can see that. And, and you can see him struggling. Mm-hmm. That's the most brutal part of it is watching him with an eye of knowing how to talk into a microphone in front of a group of people who may or may not be shit faced. He was so fucking nervous and he's right. winging it. You know, there yeah. were a few, there were a couple chunks that were clearly pre-planned. Like when he goes into his little Ted talk thing and he even introduces it like it, this is the Ted talk portion. Yeah. I was sleeping in my car. I was good. And maybe, maybe there is going to be a finished product that is polished and we are just in the early stages of it being workshopped. Well, if there have been whatever he said, eight or nine of them, maybe they've been able to take, maybe they can edit it seamlessly. Yeah. If they take can take little- pieces here and there. Get you know, 90 minutes out of, you know, 20 hours could easily happen, you know, and, and based against some of the standup specials that make it to streamers today, it's yeah. like it, 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 the standards aren't as high as they used to be. Yeah. You need to watch, excuse me, you need to wear the same thing every time, Mark. That's right. It's Just wear the important. same thing. We'll very make important. it, we'll make it look good. We'll take it from there. That's right. And comedy dynamics will dub in some laughs and it'll all be fine. <laughs> he, I mean, he spent a chunk of time just listing his old gimmick names. Where he's right. just like, I'm going to throw some names at you. Texas Red. Mean Mark. Cal-. And it's like, man, we are just eating up time. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting too, because, you know, it's a guy who has like fucking held thousands of people in his hand on the mic who, you know, has fucking cut promos, knows how to do a thing. Yeah. And this isn't that thing. And my other fucking favorite part is when he was, he kind of went straight stand up and was like, I'm gonna try out a new chunk here. New, new piece called things you read on the internet, man. I saw some article. He's talking about one of these fucking web pages. That's got like, you know, I'm, more ads is, than content on it. Right. And this is like, this is like a headline you click at like the bottom of the observer. Right. You know, and he's like eight people I love and eight people I hate. And immediately people start yelling names. And then he's like, and he acknowledges them. Like he's, but it's like the two things. One, no one else can hear them, but you. Right. Right. And then two, you're stopping your show. You're listening. You're you're acknowledging this person, and you're encouraging everyone else to be shouting shit. But more than that, he never he never delivers on the eight people he loves and the eight people he hates. No. And he once in a while stops after talking about a person where he doesn't really say whether he loves or hates them, and goes things you read on the internet. He tries to put a button on it. And it's just yeah. like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So starts off with CM Punk, tells the story about, I was just trying to help. I was doing this guy a favor, pulled him aside. Everybody's wearing suits, just trying to, you know, and he's like, well, what about John? He's like, well, you ain't John. Cena wears shorts. You ain't Cena, you know? And it's just like, so everything that we already know happened is what happened. Mm. and but you're not the bad guy you were just trying to help him out and the the big one 
is when he goes, oh my God. Now this one, I wouldn't even really share it in public, but you know, you guys put your phones away in that. But, uh, they said that, I I hit Chris Canyon with a chair really hard because he was gay. And you know what? I hit everybody really hard with a chair eh, because I'm not soft. Okay. He says Mark, it like what that. What does that mean? What He's does like, that I mean, give Mark? It, I give it just the way I expect to get it because I'm not soft. Said it like that. Yeah. And. And then he's like, I didn't even know the man was gay until he was dead. Like, it's like, okay, well, what, what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? There's not enough. It was like when we went and saw King Crimson, dude, there wasn't enough substances there for me to fucking enjoy the fucking thing. You know, <laughs> I'm like, we got to get our phones out of the bag before the rest of these people. And we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere at the tech port fucking venue, whatever yeah. the fuck we need to get an Uber and get the fuck back to San Antonio. First of all, rolling up to the place, it was like, oh, this is already a fucking shit show because there's five cop cars on every corner of the goddamn building of the parking lot with the fucking lights flashing. And then the security guys are directing you like, nope, you can't pull in here. You have to drive all the way around to the other side of the building. That's where the drop off is. Make an illegal U-turn to get to this fucking thing. When we, when we came out waiting for our Uber. A fire truck with its lights on just pulls up. There's no emergency happening. They're just like, uh, we heard we heard vehicles are over here with their lights on. Right. So we just want to roll through. Oh, what a fucking mess. So then uh what are the, what are the other highlights? I mean the Q and A at I first I thought the Q and A was was gonna be pre planned because he, the the guy who's emceeing in the crowd with the mic, Big Ben, we got Big Ben out there. Yeah. He had a list of names. So From I'm like, VIP. okay. These are the VIP people. These are people who paid like $300 to ask the Undertaker a question. And of course, they've run the questions by Undertaker beforehand. In my mind, I'm like, well, of course you fucking, you're going to voir dire the fucking questions. These fucks. I mean, the first one, the guy, oh, I got a package outside. Ooh, FedEx. They're going to snatch it, dude. You better get out there. Do you want to vamp for a second? Tell them about you, the fucking uh, tell tell them about the fucking uh, the Randy Orton question. Okay, well let's stop talking about Undertaker. <laughs> I'm vamping. I'm vamping. Go go go. But we haven't even talked about Michelle McCool yet. Yeah, please, please. She, she thinks she is fucking Miss America. Oh my yeah. god! It made right, it made me miss Jeff Hardy's wife. <laughs> Christ on a crutch. Yeah, it's no good, man. The Undertaker one dead man show. Thank God we bought a cheap seat for that thing, but we got the fuck out of there before it was over because uh, there did not seem to be any sign of it improving in any way. And we thought better of it to get back to the Whataburger back down by the old hotel ski there and uh, call it a night. But I would not endorse uh, the Mean Mark show whatsoever. We, uh, oh, here comes Maddie now. Maddie, what happened? Oh, don't, yeah, put that away now. What do we got there? Some screeners. This is from, uh, Shout Factory. Oh, this is a uh, Jackie Chan thing that they were promoting. And then they were reaching out. They're like, hey, did you get it yet? You know, what do you think you're going to put this, this, this video up? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me check with my wife. I'm like, there ain't no package at my house. Did you send it in my P.O. box? And then on Monday, I went by the P.O. box. I was like, there ain't shit. And they're like, oh, there was a problem with the ship. They didn't send it to anybody. Because <laughs> they want, this was on like January 20th. And they're like, 
we're doing a Jackie Chanathon on Saturday, the 28th. And I'm like, well, good luck promoting that because I ain't got shit to use to promote it. Ugly bitch. Fucking ugly bitch. You didn't start making it yet. All right. Now let's not give them any more pub here, please. Shout factory. My God. Ooh, look at this. The, the, the Jackie clan collection. Jackie, Jackie Chan, clan. The Jackie Chan collection. 1976 to 1982. Holy shit. Holy guacamole. Well, Holy guacamole. These are some fucking quality films got here on Blu-ray right now. 1080p. Fuck, fuck mm. my dick. Mm-mm. Fuck my dick. No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, Anywho. So it's then, a great uh, time to be a wrestling fan, and it's a great time to be alive. And we went down to WrestleCon. They had a big WrestleCon event, didn't they, Matty? It was a pop-up. Brother. Big pop-up. Res- WrestleCon was a fucking shit show, too. I don't know what happened in San Jose. Fucking Undertaker was a San shit Antonio. show. San Antonio. What did I say? San Jose, San Antonio. Getting ahead of yourself. Holy shit, dude. We met, uh, we met Arn again. We, we got down with Arn, kicked it a little bit. He, uh, tried to no sell me on the, uh, recipe for the, the KFC coleslaw and hot dogs, but uh, we got it out of him. Very friendly. Very nice. Very, effusive. he stood up. He stood up to say hello to us. He was, uh, Oh, you got that picture. Send me that picture. Didn't I send it to you? I don't know that you did. Man, now see, that's not cool. I feel like you didn't. I feel like well, if I cool. if I had a picture of me and Arn Anderson, uh, I'd be the looking. Patrons at it right got now. it. The patrons got it right away. Oh, the Posted patrons the Patreon, got it. Right oh, well, Madam McSee ain't got shit. <laughs> yeah, Arn's table wasn't super busy, so he was happy to stand up and hang out with us a little bit. Um, so that was fun. There it is. Thank you. And, um, Good, and nobody smile. I can't believe. Vince is smiling almost more than anybody. No, I wouldn't say that at all. Almost. Almost. I got them I mean, caterpillars you, under my eyeballs, man. You, I need to get some cucumber slices going. I mean, you take a picture with Arn Anderson, you know nobody's smiling. I got my fucking... Uh, I could clip his fingernails. He could stand to, you know, just... Like I got my um, uh, DOS bootleg first blood shirt on that McCarthy tried to ruin for me. He's like, is it me or does that guy look like James Woods on that shirt? It's like, like, motherfucker. Like Vince, no, I don't want to ruin this shirt for you, but, uh, that's Stallone, kinda- bro. That is Stallone. You need to stop with your fucking campaign. <laughs> Looks like Rhode Island's second favorite son, James Woods, please. Oh, you know what? This picture's real good. We got uh, Ron Simmons hall of fame. <laughs> <laughs> You're Ron Simmons Hall of Fame. Ron Simmons Hall of Fame ring in the background. Wow. Lucky us. Yeah, the uh, the WrestleCon pop-up, it was free to get in, and there was just a big, gigantic line to enter this little room that they had um, reserved. It and ran the, through the entire mall, it felt and like. And outside. And uh-huh. then we find out that that's actually Sting's line, and that there was another line that was still pretty long for the general, which got you into everybody else. And, uh, there's a chance that sting is still sitting there unless he walked because that line was fucking long as shit. I mean, I forgot to follow up on Twitter or anywhere. Uh, did, did, did they wind up getting stings autographs? Those people you think people, Oh, the people in the line. I mean, if I would imagine that after they tweeted that thing that was like, if you if you're not here in line now, like 
don't come, that means that they were like, okay, sing, here's what's up. Here's what we have. Like, you know, cause I feel like you would have seen some, or I would have seen something by now that was like calling out fucking bullshit. Okay, yeah. I see five hours ago. Thank you, Sting, for showing support for the local school. Okay, no, this is not uh <laughs> this is not from WrestleCon. And WrestleCon students of hybrid at WrestleCon in Texas this past Saturday. <laughs> this tweet second time having the absolute distinct honor of meeting the man in my personal Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. I didn't have the words then and I don't have them now. Thank you, Sting, for everything. And I'm proud to take a stinger splash because at least I know it's Sting. And put the scorpion death lock on me and I hope I really hurt. And I cannot stand up afterwards because Sting fucking tore my ACL. Oh, so what's the deal? Fucking Hulk Hogan can't feel his legs. That's what I heard, brother. Is this that's what, like, that's what the real Kurt Angle said? That he talked to Hulk Stern, and after this most recent surgery, he cannot feel his legs. Which it's it's um, he obviously walks around with a cane, but you would think the inability to feel your legs would mean. But again, I think what we need to look at, and I'm not saying that Hulk Hogan isn't hasn't continues right. to suffer but but, but, but the, if hogan the, told him then like because right. you're going like if you can't that's that at that point that means you are in a wheelchair or whatever right because if you can't feel then you how do you walk right like you can't like or is he just saying like it's numb you have the I, he still has mobility but like you can you know but maybe, does it, maybe nick can pinch him and he doesn't feel it or something <laughs> little pinch Right. It makes no sense because I'm like, because, uh, like look, the, the X factor is it's Hulk Hogan talking, right? Right. The other fact of it is, is the guy used to drop 300 pounds on his fucking tailbone and hips every fucking night of the week for a decade. So, yeah, no, I could like he's fucked up. He's in bad yeah. fucking shape. Hips, legs, back, knees. The whole night. He's fucked. Sure. But did he, was he, is Hogan full of shit like he always is? Did Kurt Angle not explain himself exactly right? Because at first when I read the, the, the transcript of what Angle said, I was like, does he mean to say like Hogan after surgery couldn't feel his legs? And then got the feeling back, or because the idea that someone is walking around, even with a cane, right, and cannot feel their lower extremities, Doesn't, but can like I can't feel them, but I can move them. That's, I mean, it, perhaps that's the case. I don't. I'm just. I don't get it. I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, Hulk. Just one more, uh, one more, uh, you know, link in the chain of lies. Um, okay, I put Sting and WrestleCon into Twitter into the search, and uh, it happened. Mm -hmm. He took pictures. Uh, Sting did not stand up. 
stinger for anybody. Sting did not stand up for any pictures. Yeah, you got that line, dude. You're not going up and down. No. You're not going up and down. Just sitting here. I like to think that this thing kept moving. Uh, I don't, th- I doubt any of these autographs were personalized. I think he was just sitting there, wrote Sting. We're moving this line. We're keeping this line moving. Because I think there were also mail ins. So he probably also had to like hang yeah. out and do a bunch of other shit too, you know? And I'm proud to be Steve Borden and I'm sitting in this chair and I need a can of shoe polish to rub right in my hair and I'll gladly sting, splash, scorpion deadlock, paint my face today. Because <laughs> there ain't no doubt that I am sting. I don't hate Chris Canyon for being gay. Woo, big man. What you going to do now? Come on. Big week of wrestling. We got it. You, I don't know you who want this, it. You got I it. The, I don't know who this fuck is. Now that I'm looking at Twitter, listen to this. Because on Monday I tweeted, Baron Corbin versus Johnny Gargano was a classic WWE mistake because they act like Johnny is the underdog and Corbin is the favorite. When in reality, we all know Gargano is a thousand times better than Corbin. And Corbin just sucks a high hard one. It's hard to su- suspend that disbelief. And uh, a couple of people that, you know, follow me replied and da 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 da. Um, some of the replies from people I don't fucking know, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, this, this one, except it's a show about a sport and they play fictional characters. Gargano is tiny compared to Corbin. I, I understand your point. And I understand the mentality that they use when they book. Uh, wrestling. This the, guy, I just noticed this. They're both schmucks. They're not on the level of Shawn Michaels or Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Agreed. I think um, I was saying to you too at the Rumble, I was like, it's interesting that there are guys like Corbin, and I know I can't think of who the other Elias that, was the other one. Elias, where it's like they know that. But it's not heat. It's like the person is just disliked by the audience. Right. That the and crowd they, is and they not play, into and it. They, 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 yeah. And they utilize it that way. It's just so weird. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I mean, when you have somebody that everybody thinks is a jerk and you treat them like a jerk, there is something satisfying about that. I guess. I guess. But, you know, and it is that thing of like, and I'm not saying Corbin or Elias are jerks. I'm just using that word as an example. It's just like well, the way they—that's that's how they're yeah. on the show, and right. And there's no, if, and again, times change and things change and whatever. But like, you can't point to someone like that, you know, even in the '90s, where it's like, oh, they have this person on the show that everyone just thinks sucks, but they just run them out there, and they they also acknowledge. I mean, the closest, yeah, the closest would be like a Brooklyn brawler or a Gilbert, but that's not a person that that's not someone who came out weekly on TV. No. And also it was, they were presented as a joke. Like half the time Corbin is presented like, like, oh, here he comes. Here's Corbin. Well, we're putting with JBL, right? Like, oh, that'll get him some heat. I don't, I still don't understand the thinking of putting him with JBL of like, this is the thing that's going to click or I don't even know what, 
Yeah. He he needs a heater. It's like, what? I don't know. But at least at least with Elias, the talking segments or when he plays a song and is making fun of the local sports team, it's like, all right, you know. But yeah. eventually he's got to wrestle. But then the whole Ezekiel thing was just a fucking Bring back that's Zeke. the oh, that's the other thing. That's the other thing I was upset that they didn't do in the rumble. Have Elias come in about number four or five and then number 21 or 20 Ezekiel comes in like have him go in the back shave and go out as Ezekiel right Zeke 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 that yeah. would have been that would have been he'd have to cut huge... his hair too though <laughs> and then right? bring back Zeke and then bring back Zeke for a few weeks because uh, Elias was so devastated that he got eliminated so quickly or whatever that he's like I'm out of here Mm-hmm. You know, damn, damn. Uh, you know what? This is why they need me in the room. That's why they need Maddie McSee in the place to be. Now, on that note, give me a second. Okay. Booyah tribe. Second at Lollapalooza, second stage. Ice Cube on the second stage right now. Ice Cube, Lollapalooza fans. Yep. I. Yep. What else did I want to talk about? It's a beautiful thing, man. You know, and uh, we had quite a fun time down there in San Antonio. You know, had a nice chicken fried steak and uh, just enjoyed ourselves on the river walk. Loud, boisterous. It's like half New Orleans, uh, half I don't know what the fuck. We're nine floors up in a hotel. You can still hear people partying all night. I know. Uh, it's a. I had no scene. idea. I had no idea. I mean, I, I, I guess it's. I assume every city has. You know bars and places where people drink but i didn't know that right there in the heart of san antonio was like they're like hey it's kind of like new orleans you can just collection yeah just walk around with your fucking shit open just drink right there but if you got your kids we also got a rainforest cafe right there is that vegas thing of like you know it's for hookers and uh you know families sex workers yes excuse me for everyone it's for For everyone. everyone You know, it's for, you know, you can pay for sex and also, uh, you know, uh, a, a carnival if you, ride. If you got money, you want to make money, you want to spend yeah. money, you want to spend me buy whatever you want. You can buy, you know, uh, power rangers for the kids, but if also you're not actively hurting someone at that moment. It's legal. That's right. That's right. Ah, Jesus H Christ. Yeah. And that's why we do this, Maddie, because we have to court ordered. It's mandated every That's Tuesday. Right. We got to record it. Indeed. Um, Wednesdays. Okay. So other. what's what's coming love up? Somebody. This I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so what's coming up this weekend? Anything? This weekend? I think we. I mean, when we were. Off. I think they're actually giving us one off. Oh God! We can actually have uh, some time to ourselves with the family. <laughs> I'm uh, sure there's something. There's like a fucking triple a show or something probably but who knows something uh something over there in new japan who knows mm, 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 mm. yeah all right yeah no there's nothing i'm doing uh got what my are blood you doing dra- well i got my blood draw. draw this week again they're taking my blood drawn drawing mm-hmm. my blood out and then that the new japan pay-per-view that i have in my uh calendar here is until uh Feb 11. So that's mm. in two weeks. Which one's that one? 
That must be a. Uh, is that Dominion? Well, I don't know if this is on. Um, I'm not sure if these are uh, on New Japan World. I assume they are, but they're new. New beginning in Sapporo is on um, the fourth and fifth, which is this Saturday and Sunday. Right. There's so I. Also I oh, oh. So that's New Beginning in Osaka. Is what the one on the eleventh? <laughs> right. The reason I marked that one down is because that's Okada versus uh, Shingo. Right. So that was like, okay, I want to fucking watch that match. And then there's also New Japan Tamashi in Sydney, Australia on Friday. So okay, because I don't know that. I mean, I'm of course there's been wrestling happening since the start of the year, but um. Yeah, I, I I mean the um <laughs> there's a guy on this show, the uh-huh. Australian show named Michael Richards. Oh, interesting. Check your boy out. Oh, all right. I'm down with Michael <laughs> Richards. He all looks right. is that he, is that did did Cole Radrick shave his head? He looks how I feel. You know you look how I feel right now. I didn't watch this. Mm, Okay, so they did Shingo versus Great Okan in a uh, MMA rules match. Did you watch any of that? No. Okay, that that was the new new beginning in Nagoya. Mm. That was on the twenty second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't hit that note. Hey, listen, man. That's all right. Okay, so the. All right, so this weekend, new beginning in Sapporo. I can get down with those. As long as it's on New Japan World. Who knows? I hope it is. Hard to say if I mean, it why is wouldn't or it, it isn't. Why wouldn't it be? Mm. You know, get in your, uh, your tag matches. Okay, so they're doing Tai Chi versus Will Ospreay. Main event anywhere. Shooter versus Naito. Okay. Okay, so... That I got to watch. And then the Nido next. down. Showed up. Then the next night, Hiromu versus Yo. I'm down for that. And then Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tomohiro Ishii. Ooh. Okay. All right. I know what I'm doing this weekend. That one was. Um, you saw that one in Long Beach? Is that one of the Long Beach ones? There's one. I remember a match of theirs that we saw in person out here that. Like, uh, there was like a spot where one of them, I think it was Ishii, was trying to get to the ropes. Fucking incredible. But, oh, the whole match. I think yes. that was, I think it was in the pyramid. I think that was, was it deal. Kenny versus Ishii in the no, pyramid? I think it was, I think it was, uh, the match I'm thinking of, I, it was Saber and Ishii. Saber and Ishii? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, almost sounds like a G1 match. Oh, no, it wasn't Dallas. No. I went to Dallas for the old G1. I remember whoever Ishii wrestled that in, in, the, in the pyramid, it was, it was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. It's fucking yeah. wrestling, baby. Ra- wrestling, man. Yeah. Okay. So then the new beginning in Osaka, and then after that, Battle in the Valley, baby. Yep. San Jose. In San Jose, man. Going to be a big old fucking party because you know Carlos and Mike Avila are coming. Oh, so man. Kind of fucking 
Turn Do you know the way to party. San Jose? I guess I'll have to hop on drums and I'll play drums and then uh I guess, you know, maybe Meltzer will want to meet up. We'll have to see what Dave's schedule is. You know what? Maybe uh you, me, Dave, Garrett will just go by the, the crib. Just everybody grab five or six tubs of VHS tapes. Oh, now uh, you're talking about stealing from Dave. I'm talking about saving Dave from himself. Dave 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 does what Dave wants to do. It's his personal property. Dave? We have to leave Dave alone to do what he wants to do. That's his right. What are you doing, Dave? I'd like I'd like to be the voice in his head. Every time he walks into the garage, the, the tapes just start talking. What are you doing, Dave? Take me out of this box, Dave. Fast forward me to the end of the tape and let me rewind to the beginning before you press play, Dave. Check for mold, Dave. Throw it all in the ocean, I say. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. You know, you know, you know uh, 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 Brian. Brian's gone, Dave. A lot of this is just Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so worried. Uh, I hate to break it to you. But two of these tubs, it's Little House on the Prairie. Oh, you know, you, 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 uh, a big Michael Landon fan. You know, when he passed away, I was devastated. You know, I almost wrote it up in the Observer. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. Um, what time is it? Okay. Jesus Christ. Ooh. You got to, do we need to do one more or are we going right into the end? What do you mean one more? Add. Oh, no, we're out. Okay, good. Who's your favorite wrestler? Asuka. Oh, wow. Huh? Yeah. Asuka's fucking great, man. She's, She's so fucking good. unbelievable. She's so good. Yeah. I wish, um, I hope that she comes out of the elimination chamber and faces Bianca Belair at Mania. That would be my hope. Um, Hell yeah. Every, uh, just, she is, is fucking great. Everything she does is great. No, everything she does is great. The presentation's unbelievable. She gets in the ring and it's just fucking fire. She killed everybody in that match. The, that finish, that sequence in, you know, the, the three of them going at it was just fucking fierce. And I love that Liv Morgan is in the mix because she always should have been. And then it felt a little, you know, especially when man was around a little start stop. Mm. Same with fucking Oscar. Like he couldn't deny she was moving merch and people were reacting, but it's like he didn't McMahon didn't get Oscar. Right. At all. My not. God. He well, he's the guy him. who was like, he's like men are into Asian women. He remember oh, that was like, oh my God. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Uh, you know, he wanted to push Nia Jax over fucking. Oscar. So that, but that sequence where then they're on the rope and then Oscar, you know, sprays the blue mist, Rhea Duck hits Liv, dumps down Oscar. But then that, that talk about a baby face fucking moment. Liv's got the mist in her fucking face and then she starts fighting blind. Mm, She's looking mm -hmm. for Rhea. Man, I was on the edge of my fucking seat. That was beautiful. What a mm. fucking sequence. And then like fighting over and then trying to get it and then, does the goddamn gimmick with the legs and drops her out. Man, fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler, man? Well, that all said, I got to go Rhea Ripley. What? I loved it. <clears throat> she was fantastic in the match. She's been fantastic, you know, in those Judgment Day segments. I loved her promo on Monday because it's like, there, there's your story. Yeah. You know what? Shout out to long-term booking guy. <laughs> yeah i mean her and charlotte her and charlotte will be really good that'll be really good and it, and it 
there is a payoff to, you know, at the time feeling like, God damn it. Of course, they're going for fucking Charlotte again and putting her over this young talent and blah, blah, blah. But without the follow, because with WWE, you typically wouldn't get the follow up with McMahon. It's just like, God damn, nobody fucking remembers that, pal. And then you get the turnaround. Rhea fucking reinvents it. So it's very similar to Naito. You know, that Naito story or or even Okada, really. Because you think Okada yes. got all the way to the place, couldn't beat Tanahashi, and then comes back again. Like when Okada's getting carried away from that ring and he's in tears. Yeah. Like that's a fucking moment where you're like, I can't wait for the follow-up. Right. Yeah. And so now, and then to even address it in that promo where she's like, somehow Charlotte's always in the main event picture. She's always in the title picture. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So I'm loving it. I think it's great. And uh, there you go. Where can the kids find you online? At Vince Averill on Twitter, Vince.Averill on Instagram, Monday Night Beers Podcast. And this is your old pal, Matt McCarthy. Follow me on all forms of social media at McCarthy Redhead. Uh, we're at 120,000 followers on TikTok. Get into it. Ooh. Oh, and God damn it. I keep forgetting to mention this. I'm on Cameo now. You can book for me for a Cameo. A lot of you have already reached out. It's been super cool. Uh, just look for me on Cameo. I got you know my link tree with all my fucking... Uh, if you follow me anywhere on social, you can find the link uh, in, in that whole gimmick. But yeah, hit me up on Cameo. It's 25 bucks. I see you sneaking. I see you sneaking. Bucks. 25 bucks. And then watch it with Matt and Glennis. Fridays, wherever you podcast. We haven't watched a movie yet this week, but uh, we it's might. It's coming. But it's coming. Patreon patrons. We got a couple this week. Rob Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Be a man. Be a Hoffman. And not that Matt. Oh, but, but you are that Matt. You're not that Matt, but you are that Matt. That's for sure. Yeah, pal. Peace and love. Peace and love. We'll see you for the Q&A a little bit later this week, along with the Brian Cage interview. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah,